Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Did you grow up collecting baseball cards or football cards, basketball cards? But in particular, I would really say baseball cards because that was the gold standard. That was the marquee uh, sport that had a card. And those were the ones that really had the value and everything. And I would say the industry sort of peaked in between 91 and 95, depending on your source. However, I was just thinking about this whole NFT space and how it correlates with baseball cards and sports cards. And I'm different looking at the different things that are happening over with the NBA with Top Shot. And I know Wax was trying to uh, do a thing with Tops before now. Tops went belly up and it is actually bought out by Fanatics and they tried to go on Avalanche. And so all these different things are happening and trying to uh, sort out this whole sports card craze. So I was just doing a little research on it unrelated to this show whatsoever, really. I just want to really understand like what happened to uh, these sports cards. And that's what I'm going to actually bring into this space today. And I have an idea as to how we can actually use the NFT space to revive sports cards. So I already mentioned that Top Shot really brought a lot of people into this N NFT space. And if you're not familiar, Top Shot is a project done by Dapper Labs, and they actually released these highlights, if you will, from these iconic NBA moments, and they released them as NFTs. And a lot of people that were fans of basketball came into this space, whether it be the LeBron fans or the Kobe Bryant fans. And these iconic moments that really just created a lot of desire for people to come into the space. And that was really their first taste for the NFT landscape. So in thinking of it, I was thinking, okay, what else could there be? Because basketball was never as popular as baseball cards. So why is it that Topps is struggling? And as I said earlier, that they have uh, been officially bought out now by Fanatics. What exactly happened? I'm going to actually leave the link in the show notes as to that video that I watched earlier. It's called What Happened to Baseball Cards. It is on YouTube, so you can actually look into it, but I'm actually just going to just breeze through it, summarize a few key points. There's a belief that the baby boomers were trying to recollect the different cards that they had from their younger years, and all these different things contributed to the rise of the uh, sports industry, and in particular, baseball cards. But as the generations got older, my generation in particular, having video games becoming more technical. We don't need to uh, look at stats on a card because we could just Google it. It's in now in our hands. We can not only uh, when I was growing up, we, I would literally just uh, go on to all the databases on the website to see wh where my favorite players played and their stats from various years. I'm comparing it to like the Emma Smiths and the Troy Aikmans and those guys. And obviously, I'm a football fan more than I am a baseball fan. But this really happens with any sport. But nowadays, everything's on the cell phone, so it's even much easier. So why should these kids collect baseball cards? And that's what I was really thinking of, how this could actually work. And if I were tops in this case now owned by Fanatics, what I would actually do is stop all production of physical cards for the mass public. I would stop selling them altogether. I would not have any physical goods. And I would entirely dedicate everything to the blockchain. And I would make all of this stuff digital. I would appeal to uh, the younger generation, trying to recreate, if you will, that whole uh, moment of NBA top shots type of thing and just getting these highlights, these moments, I'd make them interactive videos and photos 
photos and different things that are a little bit more valuable than what you can get with a photograph on a piece of cardboard. And of course, with AR, with this augmented reality and such, I'm thinking that'd be so cool if you could have your favorite baseball moment, you know, you could basically play it out in your backyard. You could have whoever your favorite player is pitching on the mound to you using AR and you can have a video with a Snapchat filter or something like that, all with an NFT. That would be very cool to have in the backyard. Now, to actually drive value, this is some social media buzz, I wouldn't really underestimate that because once the stuff starts to go up, because this younger generation, they love to share everything that they're doing on Twitter and on Snapchat and everything. So when their friends see that, they say, of course, I want that too. Because if I'm out in the backyard playing catch with, let's say, Tom Brady or shooting hoops with uh, LeBron James or whoever the the biggest star in any sport is, uh, skating with Alex Ovechkin or anyone really, as a teenager, I'm speaking for a teenager as a 35-year-old man, but... I would absolutely want that for myself, and that's how I would end up getting into it. Now, I said abandoning all physical goods whatsoever. This is the one little caveat that I would personally do. I would make it with the random draw of these different ones. So when I have a mint, let's say it's a mint of 500 of a particular card or a particular moment, then I would have a very small percentage of those actually translate over into a physical good. So that would also reduce the supply of physical things, but then also give the incentive for people to collect the digital good because they want to purchase it first, hoping that they can be one of the select, let's say 1% or 0.0001% that actually get something physical, something tangible that makes it even more valuable. So it's a lot of things that would be incorporating the fact of people liking to collect, they want to share, they want to show off, they want to flex on social media, but also there's that FOMO element being incorporated in it. And I think that is a way that you can revive these cards for the younger generation because just having stats on the back of the card is not what it used to be. Even in my generation, as someone who grew up in the 90s and I was really in high school in the early 2000s, I was using the internet to look up stats. So to think that that someone right now that's in high school, teenager, 20-year-old even, that's in college, is going to rely on a physical book to look up uh, how many points LeBron James averaged in his rookie year? No, I don't think that is realistic. So that whole element of it is irrelevant. However, having that physical element uh, attached to the digital good and even something as crazy as, let's say for the season, I'm going to give out one meeting with a particular athlete or I'm going to give out tickets to a game and these different things. What is it to have a paid expense vacation for a family to go to a sporting event or something, the all-star game or whatever it might be, which would be, okay, that is an expense. However, if I'm selling millions of cards throughout the year and this is what's going to happen as a result of it, it's just a nice trade-off. And not to mention with this whole NFT thing, there is residuals. So as this goes on, and I'm talking about dumping millions all at once, because of course, supply and demand, if you just dump out a whole bunch trying to do a whole uh, cash grab, then it's going to bring down the market, the value and all those different things. So scarcity is very important. But with this, with the residuals of the NFT, the way these contracts are written, it's not like I'm relying entirely on the sales from this year to pay for that vacation, to pay for that family going to the all-star game or whatever it might be. I can actually use that 5% or whatever royalties coming in 
from last year's sales and the previous year's sales to help to fund that. So I think it could be a great thing. And I would really expect to see the revival of sports cards. It just won't be in the same way that it always has been for in plus years. And even in that video, it actually mentioned that the whole uh, thing with sports cards, really the medium of it, just a picture on a cardboard with some stats on the back really has not changed, has not evolved. A piece of a game worn jersey or shaving from a ball or a bat or something like that was really the greatest innovation because really what can you do with a piece of cardboard? However, with these NFTs, digital access, all these different things, uh, randomization, having prizes, having rarities, all these different things can really incorporate to have that experience to bridge over into in real world life experiences and that would absolutely drive value for it and uh, the resale market and everything would just be just really cool as far as what could be going down with that did you ever collect any sort of sports cards or whether it be baseball cards football cards whatever it is what did you most like about it why were the reasons that you were collecting it because i would love to know if there is any hope for this new generation in collecting cards because i thought it was very cool and i know it's it's a different world and everything and the further away I am from my teenage years the harder it is to, for, for me to actually see what it was like why I was collecting the stuff how I felt in the moment and so forth so if you have kids that are in high school or whatever it is ask them and I would love to know if you can get me some responses and feedback uh, that would be awesome tweet at Tropic Vibes on Twitter and I would absolutely appreciate it thank you for spending this time this one is pretty short to the point just sweet and I'm going to land the plane right here and I will see you in the next one later the nifty business show is not investment advice it provides insights and information within the space as with anything please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase